This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Joining us right now on our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline is the voice of the Padres here on 97.3 The Fan, Jesse Agler. Jesse, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Been a while. Hi, buddy. How are you? I know you've got the itch right now, bad. I know it. I can sense it. You have the itch. You miss it. Yeah. Yeah. I was good till like Thanksgiving. And then after Thanksgiving, I was kind of like, all right, let's do this. Um, then the winter meetings obviously kind of put it into another gear. And, uh, you know, I think once all the holiday craziness starts in the next, uh, you know, week or two, that'll probably be a, a little bit of a distraction. But certainly by the first week of January, I'm going to be like counting down the hours to Peoria. How were your winter meetings? Did you did you catch up with any long lost friends who dropped into town? What did you what did you make of the time last week? Yeah, it was it's cool. You know, I mean, when it's here, it's nice. I don't really have any actual business there. You know, these days, um, which is nice. So when it's in town, it's just really kind of like feels like a summer camp reunion kind of situation. So I was there the first day Monday, caught up with some people, and then I was in jury duty the next two days. So that was it. It was kind of a one and done for me. Uh, but it's it's neat, you know. I mean, it's it's so many people you know from around baseball all in one place, and not a lot of broadcasters, obviously, because there's really nothing for us to do there, generally speaking. Um, but uh, you know, some some PR friends, reporter friends, that kind of thing, and uh, you, you start hearing all the the crazy rumors, uh, some of which end up coming true, some of which uh, will never end up coming true. But it, it's kind of neat to sort of plug into all of that and and start kind of putting your ear to the ground a little bit on on some of the fun of the hot stove, because look, the reality is, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan like everybody else. And, and I follow the trades. I follow the signings. I get excited about the, the rumors, even the stupid ones. Um, and, and it's just kind of a, it, it's a neat few days. It really is. Are you a, is Jesse an attorney's dream on a jury? I'm racking my brain since you said in yeah. jury duty, or are you like, Ooh, no, he's, I think he's very fair. So either way, he, I mean, both of you guys would be good. You don't want me on the, I'll be, Way distracted, and I don't want to be there. I've got it coming up too at the beginning of the year, along with a what colonoscopy. Be, what answer will get me out of here? How do I get out of here the as quickest? fast as possible? Yeah, that's ben exactly. And Jesse might actually give you a shot, and you're going to take it seriously. Both of you will do your civic duty and take it seriously. So I, I'm, so I don't know that you can talk about it, but you obviously you're out, so you didn't get selected. I'm assuming. Yeah, no, I think I think um, I think people who say what you just said, and I hear it all the time from like friends and yeah. people I know. I, I think most of you, when push comes to shove, like you're going to be a little bit overwhelmed by responsibility, right? And you're going to play it better than you say you are. You think? It's, you know, you get in there and you start thinking about the gravity. Now, look, if it's like somebody's, you know, I don't know, some little silly thing, and you're like, "What are we all doing here?" That's one thing. But I mean, when you start thinking about the lives that are going to be impacted, true. you know, when you start thinking about, you know, hey, what if that was me up there? I'm and a bleeding you heart. You're saying, right. I would. You're right. You're probably yeah, right again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely you right. Game. Well, I wanted to ask you, we missed you at the winter meetings, and uh, and I, I all the Xander Bogarts news came down after, and certainly is exciting, Jesse. I wanted to get your kind of overarching uh, thoughts on, on Xander, and, and, you know, he's said, I'm a shortstop. You know, Troy Hirsch asked him that question at the press conference. It was great. So uncomfortable. And uh, he said, I'm, I'm a shortstop. So I, I'm assuming that's going to be the guy we're going to be rolling out there on opening day and beyond. Uh, Jesse, wanted to get your thoughts on that. It certainly looks that way, and not only is he a shortstop, he's a, a really good hitter. And, and let's let's be uh, silly about it, hitter with a capital H. You know that that's what excites me. He's not just a guy who can hit; um, he is a hitter. Um, you know, I, I am already excited to like break him down with Tony as the season goes along because 
Uh, Tony, you know, just knows more about hitting than anybody I've ever met and um, outside of his dad, I guess. And, and it's just, it's so uh, cool to kind of be able to find, you know, hear the little things that he's noticing. And, and Xander is like a pure, pure hitter. And I think in the age of having to have two infielders on each side, guys like that are going to be able to have a little bit of a field day. Um, you know, he's going to be able to find that hole. He's going to be able to knock the ball where he wants it to. Um, he's going to be a really, really nice piece of this lineup that is going to be really fun to watch. And, and more importantly, I guess, I think going to be really difficult for opposing pitchers to navigate. I, I keep thinking back to that great seventh inning against the Dodgers in the rain, you know, the final game of the division series and the way that rally went. I, I think now, look, that was an extreme example, obviously, but I, I kind of feel like that's what the Padres are going to look like at their best. It's going to be that kind of rally, that kind of inning. They really don't have like, 35, 40 home run type guys in the middle of the order. Um, you know, Fernando obviously isn't going to get kicking until late April. We don't know how it's going to be with the shoulder and the wrist. You know, Manny, obviously you're going to get, you know, 30 or more home runs, but it, it's not like you got a bunch of boppers in the middle of the order. And so I think, you know, if you think back to that seventh inning and the way they passed the baton and the way they just made life miserable on one pitcher after another, I think that's kind of probably what that offense looks like at its best. And to put a hitter like Xander in the middle of all of that, it just really kind of takes it up a couple of levels. And it's going to be, like I said, fun to watch and really, really difficult for opposing pitchers. Jesse Agler with us here on Ben and Woods. And Jesse, we were just talking about the new schedule uh, with uh, yeah. you know fewer divisional rival games. And Woods was saying, I bet Jesse is a fan. One less trip to Coors Field, uh, get some new ballparks in. And then I seem to remember you saying that that there were still one or maybe two ballparks you hadn't hit that that should get everyone on your uh, on your list. Is that still true, or have you been to every ballpark now? Um, the only one I haven't been to is New Texas, um, which opened during the pandemic. So the Padres obviously were there a couple of times in 2020, um, and then in the beginning of 21, the Musgrove no hitter. But we weren't traveling yet, um, so we uh, that's the only one I'm missing right now. Uh, the last three I had to knock off for Anaheim, which I did last year. Uh, or, or 21, and then I knocked off Detroit and Kansas City this year. So the That's new right. Ranger place is uh, the only one I'm missing now. And, yeah, I mean, it's no longer going to be a thing where, like, people in, in our industry haven't been to any ballparks because you're going to go every other year, um, you know, to, to everywhere. So, uh, yeah, I, I have, a, like, a little bit of mixed feelings about it. I definitely think it's good. Um, I, I am excited for, you know, one less trip to Phoenix, one yes. less trip to Denver, um, you know, that kind of stuff. I also think it can get very repetitive. You know, when you when you play the freaking, you know, the, the team twice in three series, like multiple times over the years, just from like a broadcast freshness perspective, it gets a little bit ponderosome, you know, especially when the rotation stays on turn. And it's like this guy, like you're seeing the same starter like yep. three times in a week and a half. And it's like, I, I can't tell these same stories again. I just feel bad doing it. <laughs> so from that, that, that standpoint, I'm excited about it. Um, but it, it is going to be, you know, like I'm, I'm already finding myself this winter paying a lot more attention to like the American League transactions. Like, oh, oh, the Blue Jays signed Kiermaier. Like, the last couple of years, I would have completely disregarded that because I knew we weren't going to see the Blue Jays in spring training. I knew we weren't going to see the Blue Jays in the regular season. Now I kind of have to pay attention, like, a little bit more to every team's every move um, because we are going to see that team at least three times during the regular season. So it's like a little bit more work in that way. Not that that bothers me necessarily, but, um, you know, it is going to be – there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve because – you know, the reality is, like, when we saw Kansas City this year for the first time in what it seemed like forever, it was a lot of, like, all right, who are these guys? And now you're going to have to do that every single year. But I imagine after a couple of seasons, um, we'll just have a greater knowledge of all these teams. 
um, which which will be good in the long run. But yeah, for the, for the next year or two, it might be like a little bit of a, a, a extra work that's put in there trying to figure out, you know, who these random relievers are on like the, the Twins and the Tigers, stuff like that. Boy, fantasy baseball, we're talking to our pal uh, Jesse Agler. Fantasy baseball, whilst it is a grind, certainly, uh, is what gets me through. That's that's how I'm yeah. able to stay aware because I, I'm like you, man. I'm pretty much, you know, Padres-centric, and, and I know you have to talk about the other teams. Uh, but, no, it's it's going to be a, a fascinating year. I, you, you said earlier, you know, you as a, as a fan, like like all of us, um, you get wrapped up in in scenarios, and we had some fun with scenarios, and not some not so fun with scenarios this morning. And you know, any I, what do you make of? I, I, I thought in this example, the Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be traded to this team or that. Um, that's not one I was even really willing to entertain yesterday. But you got sports radio guys kicking it around on New York sports radio yesterday, which I found I found fascinating. Jesse, Peter, and and, and AJ have given us no indication that that would be uh, on the books. I, I think that would be foolish at uh, at best is the best way I could put it to trade a kid like Fernando Tatis Jr. When it when it comes to rumors, you know the first thing you always do is have to consider the source. And you know there there are tiers as there are with your listeners. You guys never talk about tier twos, by the way. I we don't that. actually. Who are the tier two? We're they're all tier yeah. ones as far as we're concerned. We, they were promoted during the pandemic. Originally, we had tier one through four listeners right. based on your engagement and uh, level of time <laughs> listening to the show. But then during the pandemic, everyone got an automatic upgrade to tier one. I yeah. thought it was a nice thing that I did for everyone, Jesse. We'll start subtracting soon. Don't worry. I was gonna, I was going to say it might it might be time to reassess. I've, I've heard some calls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've heard some calls lately. I'm with you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so like consider the source, right? And and you know, I know a lot of Padre fans are still sour at Ken Rosenthal when the whole Scherzer trade Turner thing went down a couple of years ago. But the reality is, he is as plugged in as anybody in baseball. So there's a difference between a Ken Rosenthal rumor and you know, I'm not going to name names, but a rumor from somebody else, right? And and I think as fans. Most of us are savvy enough to realize that, um, you know, blue check marks don't necessarily mean what they did at, at, at the time a couple of months ago. But, you know, you, you check somebody out on Twitter and if it's, you know, some random guy with 382 followers, you are. Right, I'm not going to put too much stock into that, you know, as compared to one, you know, if it's somebody from a, a big outlet or somebody who has proven themselves um, as, as being plugged in. So, look, it's always about considering the source. And, you know, then, um, you know, for, for guys like you, or guys like me, and it's different for me because I don't have to talk about it publicly, you know, you, you start kind of poking around a little bit. You know, you reach out to people you know, um, you know, kind of on, on the side or on background, as we say in this industry, and say, hey, is there, have you heard anything at all about this? And, and you kind of, you know, take it from there. But, um, you know, I, the, the cliche is where there's smoke, there's fire. I don't think that's always true when it comes to rumors, particularly yeah, in the age of especially. cloud chasing. Yeah, I mean, you know, people on social media – uh, you know, they, they like to try and make a quote-unquote name for themselves. Uh, you know, they, they like some of them to, you know, just grow their followings, knowing that if they throw something crazy out there, um, there's an opportunity that it's going to spread around. So I think yesterday was a very good example of that. You take that name and combine it with that team, you know, that's catnip, um, you know, for, for Twitter and for sports radio in certain places. So, you know, again, you consider the source, um, you know, you, you kind of reach out and try and figure some things out, but um, you know, when it's just some random guy, I, I, I try not to pay too much attention to it. Jesse, we did see yesterday uh, Shamanaya signing with the San Francisco Giants. The, yeah. the fifth starter role, you know, right now, you know, whatever you want to call it, the swing man, the fifth starter sure. role, remains a bit of a question mark for the Padres. Uh, 
what what do you kind of see happening at this point given there's a, kind of a limited number of guys left on the market at this point unless they somehow land Carlos Rodon and uh, you know I'm not going to say that's impossible but uh, with if AJ ever seems possible but after that it's right. the the pickings are getting a little slim yeah I mean he's certainly the big name that's still out there and and not that uh, anybody cares what I think but I love watching him pitch I'm yeah. going to throw that out there just if if somebody needs to be convinced at the last moment that that's a move to make, I, I really, really enjoy watching him pitch. Um, and it was kind of neat having him in the division last year, although obviously difficult for, for the Padre hitters. Um, but, you know, look, guys, I mean, every time we have ever had a conversation, whether it was in the winter, the spring training, or during the season about what I want um, roster-wise, I always answer pitching. And, and that's certainly true today. Um, you know, more is better. We saw it at the end of last year. The Padres basically went into the National League Championship Series with, you know, three pitchers that they could trust, three starters, you know, that they, they felt they could trust. Um, you know, that that in some cases is enough. I mean, the Phillies were kind of in the same position, um, but I'd, I'd feel better at that point with four. I'd feel better during the season with five or six. I think if you're reading between the lines and you listen to the things that A.J. has said this winter, I mean, he has regularly brought up some of the guys in the minor leagues, whether it's like a Kinnear or a Weathers. Um, you know, there's some other guys down there that they think can contribute. Um, you know, the other thing is they, they showed their hand a little bit, I think, last year in terms of what they would like to try and do in the first half. You know, remember, Mackenzie Gore was pitching really, really effectively the first couple of months. Um, that kind of allowed you the flexibility to do the six-man thing. Nick Martinez eventually saw his role adjusted. I think they love the idea of that, and I would imagine they're going to love it again this year. Not to say it's necessarily realistic. you got to kind of make a plan based upon what you have available and what's on your roster. Um, but, but my sense would be they would love – to be able to do it the way they did it last year, because I think it paid tremendous dividends in terms of bullpen freshness down the stretch and really even starter freshness down the stretch and what you were able to get out of some of those bigger name guys. So, um, yeah, I mean, adding guys makes that easier. Adding proven guys makes it that much more easier. You know, is it more a home that kind of turns into uh, the, the Nick Martinez of 2023, kind of a bridge year? into becoming a full-time starter? Is it, you know, one of the young guys from AAA that maybe doesn't have as much major league experience? I don't know. You know, we'll see. Obviously, some of that will be determined upon how they pitch, both in spring training and maybe at the beginning of the year as well. But, um, yeah, I, I, I would guess that they would like to be able to do a similar kind of thing to what they did last year if the personnel allows for it. Well, Jesse, uh, on behalf of the three of us, I want to thank you for all your contributions to our show, the Ben and Woods program in 2022. On behalf of Padres fans, I want to thank you for all the the excitement you brought us on the radio throughout the entire year. Looking forward to more of it in in 2023. And unless there's a another big press conference to surprise us in the next few weeks, I want to wish you a happy holidays, a happy new year, and I look forward to seeing you in spring training in Peoria yeah, in just a couple of months. Uh, we'll be heading back out there to arizona it gets here before you know it we'll get our uh incorporator details ironed out in spring training because at the end of the day jesse that's what spring training is for to get every all the details ironed out i saw your your pitch yesterday i loved it let's extrapolate a little bit and uh freshen it up that's what we like to do on our program and i know you like to as well it's all about keeping uh each other challenged and uh, that's where we'll iron it out in spring training so we look forward to it buddy and now everybody knows I gave Woods the word extrapolate. Extrapolate. I did it, and I worked so, it in. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. Thanks, brother. Ha- happy holidays, everybody. You too, man. One last Jesse Agler appearance on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. 
Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall, Chevrolet. Find new roads.